Hello and welcome to another episode of the Arsenalholics. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. Lads, how's it going? Aaron said the last episode, they can just give us a nice 2-0, <laughs> you know? Needs to support another team. <laughs> it's a routine win <laughs> where there's no drama, but no, we don't even get the win. Drama oh, every no, five we, minutes. We have a lot to discuss today, so... I think we should just crack Let's kick off. Let's kick off, yeah. Um, Yeah, so 2-1 defeat away to Villarreal. Um, It was a pretty bad first half, to say the least. Um, We obviously came back into it in the second half and have managed to get that away goal, which puts us in a decent position for the second leg. It's obviously not an ideal result, but that away goal could potentially be massive for us. Uh, More your guys' thoughts just generally on on the game and performance it's hard to have a general view on that game because it was just madness I mean I think um look overall I think it was just a car crash first half um you know nothing nothing good going forward no good ideas questionable formation questionable tactics poor defensive organization poor defensive execution you name it and then the second half was just kind of madness wasn't it don't even know where to start with the second half Mm. but then having said all that right if you had it's a bit cliche but if you had offered us 2-1 after about what 55 minutes I would have taken it easily so we got very very lucky I think is what I take from that we the tie, in my opinion, probably deserved to be over. I think Villarreal will be very, very annoyed. Um, and you know, I'm not sure if we have enough to do. To, like, we have enough to beat them in the second leg, but at least we're not, you know, facing. Because I could, I thought it was going to be four or five nil after Sabias got sent off. So, um, yeah, I'm just glad we're still in the tie somehow. I think yeah, two one right now. It's look at a two-legged European tie I think 2-1 is like a drawing uh, sort of you know we're even sort of finally poised at the moment um, going to the second leg being at home um, obviously our record at home is it's been questionable of late so not sure if that you know that home advantage will be there as it should be um, but yeah we need to we need to perform a lot better if we want to get anything out of this tie and progress like don't think we can get away with another performance like this today no agreed so let's have a chat about the first half then as you, as you guys say it's quite hard to almost yeah generalize the performance i mean first half you guys touched on it it was it was pretty bad and obviously a bad start in terms of conceding a goal in the first few minutes i think it was in the fifth fifth fourth, minute, fifth minute yeah. wasn't it something like that um um, I mean, we, we, I mean, look, we, this this goal obviously came kind of down our left hand side, their right hand side. Um, we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes. Um, you know, once Xhaka, if he's playing left back, comes up against someone, uh, you know, a, a slightly trickier player or more dangerous player. And Aaron, and you mentioned um, what's his name again? Chukwesi. 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 Yeah, um, you mentioned him in the preview, didn't you? And um, you know he. It, you can't really blame Xhaka for this. I mean, and I'm not blaming him, even though I've 
been questioning his I'm, I'm questioning his selection in that position and I still am and I think today you know he had a decent game to be honest overall but this was it was it was a it was a it was an incident it was kind of like an isolated incident where you wanted him to go and press the player outside the box and he you know understandably um stood off him and allowed him into the box and the danger kind of came from that they got a bit lucky as you said Raj in our in our you know um whatsapp chat you said you know he got a bit lucky with how the goal came about how the chance came about it was a very very good finish but um it was that left-hand side for us that you know ultimately was our undoing for the first goal yeah i think yeah. The, the reason why i was a little bit um sympathetic should I, should I say is that you know, I felt that early on in the game, I can't, especially that early on in the game, I couldn't imagine Jacker or, or really any left back for that matter, like necessarily trying to lunge in and try and, you know, maybe go and hit the attacker with the fear of the guy beating him and you getting a yellow card that early on in the game. And so backing off, I didn't think was too much of an issue. And to be honest, if you, if you look at it, we get into a situation where we've actually got two defenders both kind of yeah we've got two players on Chukwisi like before he's done anything so Bios is is there with Xhaka so you'd hope in that moment okay you've you've done enough you hope to stop anything really dangerous from happening um but ultimately I think the problem is by that point he's in a dangerous area of the pitch he's already in the box basically or, or right on the edge of so all it took was for the ball to break kindly and you've got, you know, a guy who, as you said, Mize, it was a really good finish. But, you know, when it's in the box and anything can happen. And, um, yeah, I think we paid the price perhaps for just allowing him to progress so far with the ball. Um, but uh, it was one of those things that I wonder, and I don't know if you guys noticed, I mean, I wonder if there was anything that happened in the build-up to that that we should have done differently. And I, I think what, what you know, if I, if I remember correctly, it felt like they beat our press quite easily. Um which was disappointing because it feels like that would have been an area that we we would have really really worked on. Yeah, I I need to see it again, but I I think I agree. Like the fact the finish, the fact that it broke loose to the Trigueros in the box, <laughs> it was just unlucky, and he finished it well. But um, you know, you 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 put. We know that playing Jacker there is a risk, and we know we're taking a risk. But the idea is that you don't let. You don't let a situation develop where the, when you know they've got a tricky winger, you don't you make sure he's not running at Xhaka. Um And I don't think we did that well enough. And especially in the last ten minutes, I thought Xhaka did really well in that game because he he was left isolated almost all the time. Um, but yeah, it looked like they beat our press really well. They ran at our defence, and I just thought the whole game our midfield was just absolutely awful. But Partey and Ceballos. Uh, just dreadful and I, I had high hopes of Ceballos in this game because I thought you know Spanish players played in La Liga probably like this is a game that might be played at his tempo where he would get that extra touch or that extra little bit of space to play a few good passes but he was awful Partey again should be well experienced at this level to boss these games but was equally as awful hmm. I thought they yeah, I think it's, yeah, especially because Jacques is obviously playing out of position. I don't think he did much wrong for that first goal. Um, I think if he had sort of lunged in and gave away a penalty, it would have been, you know, a lot worse. I got booked early on. Um, I think with that bit, him coming, 
sorry, him bring the player in, I don't think it was the worst thing. I think the player who scored the goal was completely left unmarked. Like no one was, when he was running for, no one was tracking him back. He was just left pretty much. Obviously, there was a bit of a luck element there, but still there's been someone sort of marking him. And sort of when you look at it, the other side, we quite often we've had, we were in that position where that attacker was for them. But every time, you know, we tried to cross it in or play it in, there was no options there. So letting that player into the box, I don't think was the worst thing that Xhaka did. We should have cut out all the options for him to play that pass. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we went wrong. Um, and on I the think, replays, it looks like that was Partey. It looks like Partey was, was Partey. slow at getting yeah. to that guy, yeah. Yeah, because I think Foyth ran past the bias as bias was playing catch-up from the beginning, and yet Partey should have mm. sort of covered it off. So, again, Saka, for us, he took on players. He got into that attacking position, so did Pepe, but options were cut out. We should have cut out that option. So, you can't, especially considering Xhaka's playing out of position, it's harsh, harsh to, yeah, to put any sort of blame on him, I think. You know, just building on what you said, Aaron, and before, like, I was surprised with Sabias's selection today, purely based on, I didn't like the comments he made, um, I think, you know, the other day to a, to a news outlet. I don't know if you read it. I, I, no. Okay, I didn't like it in the sense that um, it, it told me something about his mentality going into this last kind of period of game. So what he said in this interview was... Um, basically said quite positive things about playing at Arsenal, but he said, you know, I've realised that I'm more suited to La Liga, right? So he's sort of basically saying, like, I prefer La Liga to the Premier League. So for me, I I thought, all right, well, do you know what? Even if he is a professional and consciously he's going to give try and give 100% every game, unconsciously, if that's what he believes, then, well, consciously, and, you know, consciously that's what he believes, but unconsciously on the pitch, how is that going to manifest? And that bothered me a little bit because it feels like, does that mean that he's going into these games, you know, for Arsenal feeling like, do you know what, this isn't the best I can play because it's not, you know, the right environment for me, etc. But to your point, Aaron, and today was against the La Liga opposition. And yeah. therefore it's against a team which he is claiming that he, you know, quite enjoys playing in this league, uh, you know, against those types of teams. And with him and Partey, Partey should be playing, t- you know, is so experienced at playing the likes of Villarreal. On paper, it should have been a fantastic you know, uh, way of optimizing the quality of those two players. And actually, I thought Sabias was okay for the first 15 minutes. I, I thought arguably he was our best player on the ball. I thought he made some really nice passes. Um, he was very direct. Uh, he looked lively. Um, but then he just nosedived. And that's, that's Sabias for you. You know, he's got mm. the quality. He can play a good pass when he has the space. Um, and he did play a few good passes at the start, but I think he played Pepe in once a really good pass there. But he just doesn't have the ability to boss a game for 90 minutes. And you need that with your central midfielders in these big games. You need them to turn up. And it, it wasn't just Ceballos. I think Partey is equally his fault. And, and I expect more from Partey than I do from Ceballos. But yeah, Ceballos just, he's not at that level. He's not good enough. Maybe he will be. I know he's still relatively young. How old is he? 24, 25? Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, he might get there, but, you know, to do it, in, I I don't see it. I, don't, I haven't ever seen it in him, to be honest. Yeah, I think I agree with you guys pretty much on, on Tobias. And um, I don't think, I don't necessarily think, Raj, that he had, he was our best player in the first, I think he said 20 minutes or so. I think he was a couple of, really good balls that he put through. But, um, I mean, for me, I thought Erdegaard stood out again. Um, but yeah, we could, I mean, you know, for obvious reasons, he, he had another solid game. Um, 
And then, yeah, I mean, we seem to have a bit of a resurgence after we conceded without actually, you know, we didn't create anything in terms of chances, but we sort of responded quite well. We seemed to dominate possession a little bit. Um, but yeah, again, I think we've talked about this loads of times, you know, lack of cutting edge in the final third um, was was obviously a massive problem. Um, and then we conceded the second goal uh, from the corner, uh, which was just, I mean, just, I mean, what do you say about this? Like, you know, how we've seen this so much as Arsenal fans over the years and we've been talking about our centre-back options and who's the right pairing and what are the qualities that, X player brings over Y and so on. And yeah, and then you go and concede a goal like that in a semi final of, you know, basically our biggest game of the season and a massive semi final um, where we've gone 1 0 down. The whole objective should just be look, you know, we get the away goal and it changes the whole complexion of the tie. So keep it tight. And it's just such a, you know, they didn't have to do anything. It was a good ball in, don't get me wrong, but Mari just let, lets his man go. And uh, I think it's Partey, just, again, he's ball-watching as well and just lets his man go, um, Albio, wasn't it, at the far post. Just rubbish, just rubbish. I think the real disappointment as well is that this season, we've been one of the best teams in the Premier League um, in terms of defending set-pieces. Our stats are really, really good. And we've conceded, I think, three goals this season from set-pieces, which is, I think, joint lowest in the Premier League. And so when you think about that, you think... The Premier League, the amount of physicality you have to deal with when defending corners, the quality that you have to deal with when defending corners, La Liga opposition should not be difficult. Um, so, so that's what it, it makes it doubly annoying for, for me. Just that we're we're supposed to be good at this, and you know we we would have faced much harder opposition to deal with. But it was a really well worked corner that it had a plan and and they executed it well. And everything that you said, Mai, is like I think the weird thing is about one of the things that we do when we defend is we have this hybrid zonal man marking system, which, which clearly must work because as I said, mm. our record's quite good, but, but it was failing in this instance, right? Cause Mari's just there in his zone and, mm. and others have got men and, and, and someone is blocked quite effectively. And then, you know, th- then there's a problem, but um, yeah, it was, it was a good corner by, by Villarreal, I guess. It was a good corner, but, you know, a top team in a semi-final, you just you need your defenders and your players to be switched on at set pieces. And Mari, Mari just, I don't think I saw that he wasn't switched on. I think he was just very confused about what he had to do um, because, like, I think he, he was he looked alert. He just sorry didn't pick him up. Um, but then Partey as well, he just completely lets the man go, and he he's ball watching when under flick on comes in, and he just lets the man run in behind him, and he goes and gets the final touch um it's just not acceptable no um it looks like we had a bit of a matter what we did obviously have a bit of a mountain to climb at that point and we were wondering what what is because you know we just didn't turn up again really and wondering what kind of scoreline this might end up um as uh we had i mean we don't need to talk about it because it was an obvious handball um, but Pepe, Pepe was quite lively, actually, wasn't he? He, he had a decent game, obviously, apart from the, the penalty. You know, just generally, his he was making good runs. Um, and yeah, I guess a little bit unlucky in the sense, you know, it kind of comes off his arm without... I'm talking about the uh, the penalty that was overturned. Sorry, that was um, um, overturned for handball against Pepe. But yeah, it was a bit unlucky with it. Um, but like I said, yeah, he had a decent game. And we go in at halftime... 
2 0 uh, down, and um, I'm guessing Arteta must have given them an absolute rollicking because they came out second half. I wouldn't say they came out all guns blazing, but it was it was a big improvement, wasn't it, from from what the first half was. Um, but we we, uh, we we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a bit, and probably a bit unlucky um, with what I, what I don't know. Was it a harsh decision from the ref? I mean, the first yellow for Sabios was was a clear one. No, no arguments with that. He pulled back the guy and um, for their free kick. But the second one, but he's late. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure about this one. He's late on the on the tackle, and I think if that was against us, we'd be screaming for a yellow there for the for the other player. Do you, or do you think that was the ref was ref was being a bit harsh? If I said it was harsh, I mean it's one of those where I think in the Premier League when a player is already on a yellow, the ref doesn't usually give a second yellow. Um, Gives them a warning, like yeah, it just says like actually you don't do it. Like, but I'm not annoyed at the ref for giving it. Put it that way. I don't think the ref made a huge mistake by giving it. You can see why he gave it. It's understandable. Um, but. What did you make of Arteta not taking him off at half time or when he was on the yellow? Do you guys think he should have come off? Yeah, I think I. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, no, I, 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 I. Yeah, sorry. I just felt like. Um, sorry, back. You're talking about half time. This feels, I say, sort of common theme for Arsenal in the last few months anyway, that we start off really bad. We think Arteta must have you know, had a. Brother, you weren't then. listening. Listen. <laughs> Listen, mate. That ain't the question, brother. No, no, no. I'm coming on to it. I'm coming on to it. So, <laughs> He's coming. At, so at that point, <laughs> I thought, uh, yeah, so halftime, obviously, he had a massive go. And I thought then would have been the right time to sort of change the formation around and bring on a striker. And I think ideally, because Tobias was booked, I would have thought, get rid of him and maybe put Shaka into midfield at that point um, and sort of change it around at halftime. So I would have personally tried to bring on you know, Martinelli or Bamiang and probably take off Ceballos and bring, yeah, change the system out about a bit because it definitely wasn't working first half, whatever we were doing. So I would have sort of tried to, yeah. So the, re- the reason I ask is in, his, in the post-match press conference, a few of the journalists are reporting that Arteta was just about to take off Ceballos before he got sent off. <laughs> yeah. um, but he did, didn't get round to it. <laughs> Didn't get around to it. What does that mean? Basically, it's right, it's right time. <laughs> he got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah, like five minutes after half time, did he have? Yeah. So I think the, I think at half time though, minutes. like yeah. when I don't, I'm not. So if he wanted to change it for tactical reasons, that's one thing. So Nira, I think your point, like yes, like if 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 Arteta thought I need to change something tactically at half time, yeah, fine, that's one thing. Mm. Because Sabas wasn't on a, was on a yellow card. I don't, I don't think that. There's a lot of players who get yellow cards in the first half, and if you yeah. you, you don't want to jump the gun too quickly, you, you you just sort of tell them, "Listen, mate, take it easy." But I think then the concern was he made a foul really soon Straight afterwards, after, didn't like, he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then I think then yeah, and then you got a problem because you're basically in a situation now where if he does one half challenge, then the referee from a tossing up basis can do it. The, the only thing I would say, like I know. You, the only thing in defence of Sabias is in when he got sent off, I don't really see what else he could have done in that situation. He was basically just, he was basically just, yeah, he was, yeah, like it was just, it was a natural stride and it just happened to, you know, touch a player in that instance. Like, so that's, uh, that but again, he's saying if you were the other way around, we would have been like, book him, send him off. Maybe, but that would have been mm-hmm. our bias. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. It's he like, shouldn't have given the, he gave the referee a decision to make. Yellow. 
He shouldn't have yeah. given the referee yeah. a decision to make. But then, did he do anything wrong? It's not like... That, that's, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm he saying. He couldn't pull out late, is what I'm right. saying. Mm. Yeah, oh, he he come on, that's, that is still a yellow card. Oh, it's still a foul, 100%. Yeah. Like, you can't not... Like, he's trod on his ankle. I think even if you're late, or even if it's accidental, that's always going to get given as a foul. Right? I'll have to see it again, Mike, because I, I agree. But, like, it looked... I'm, I'm going to have to see this again clearly, because it looked to mm. me like he literally was... That was in the process of him literally just getting in his stride. Like, he was kind of coming down and he couldn't I didn't understand yeah. how he could have moved it's elsewhere not, yeah we're not saying it was intentional it wasn't intentional but was, he still caught the player and there's a second ankle. yellow though to be sent off like and if, he was given, if he was ref, given a warning yeah. if, he was, if he was given that warning start of the second half maybe, maybe. within 10 minutes the ref was pretty bad wasn't he throughout the game to be honest um some kind of odd decisions and he wasn't he wasn't very good tonight so yeah you could probably not surprising that he didn't maybe use a little bit of common sense they'll almost give him that last you know one more chance kind of thing yeah. um which a lot of refs do tend to do like you said especially in the premier league um it's just it's naive yeah, isn't it that's the thing because you know when you when you go away like in europe you have to not only be aware of like the teams and the style of playing and you know we know in spain you know, the team, the, they like to go down easily. They like to make the most of fouls. They like to emphasize any little bit of contact. And the referees, they, they're different to the way the referees work in the Premier League. They let some things go. But this referee was getting his yellow card out for almost everything. But then there were times where I thought, well, that's a clear yellow card. And he didn't do anything. <laughs> so um, you, have to, you have to deal with it. And, you know, Sabayas didn't. No. Just going to, um, I guess, the, the change from the first half to the second half. Like, what was quite interesting was, I thought, um, the comments from Arteta after the game, because usually I think he's quite, he comes across quite honest. And I think he does say, this, like, I got it wrong. There's times he goes, listen, like, I got it wrong. Uh, you know, my mistake. I take full responsibility, etc. Like, but he did seem very clear. And even Saka's interview seemed very clear mm. that they just did not play in the way that they were almost told to play. Like, that, you know, yeah. even Saka uh, was scathing. Oh, yeah, we hear this all was, the time now, right? We hear this, we've, we've uh, heard this so many times before. It's, it's getting boring. I, I know what you say. I, 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 no, I, agree, I agree with you. I agree. It's more that, like, when before the game, the whole conversation, when we saw the lineup was false nine, right? Mm. That whole thing, right? So it was all about the mm. false nine thing. And, and then when you looked at it in the first half and you saw how we had no attacking potential then the concern was at that point, is it because of this false nine formation, right? Yeah. Is it because we, we're not playing a striker? Is that the problem? But from the comments of Saka and, and Arteta, it would indicate that that wasn't the issue. The issue was just actually that we were being rubbish in terms of, you know, <laughs> actually being brave enough, actually getting bodies in the box, doing the things that we were meant to do, um, as opposed but, to... But, but yeah. who, who's, who's Sorry, supposed yeah. to do that? None of them are natural strikers, right? So quite often I saw... Ball goes out to Chambers. He crosses. Sometimes he did some good crosses and all. So did Pepe, but yeah. no one's in their natural strike instinct attacking the ball or going for the header. I agree. With um, you. And it's like the first time probably players are playing, or like you know Smith Rowe is probably playing in that position as your false nine. Um, and it's yeah, it's just I thought if you're gonna start as in like you know you're the Everton game if you wanted to experiment to try out stuff like this. If, if you try out there, if it wasn't working, then you don't play it here. And, or, you know, if it did work. So I don't, I didn't understand why he started Eddie in that game and then completely sacked him off of this game. And so surely that would have been like your, yeah, 
the precursor to this game, your audition for this game. So that would have confused a lot of the players as well because it's a new system that they haven't played before and you don't go into a Europa League semi-final and play a completely new system. But hypothetically, let's just say he had a, he thought to himself, I'm going to play a system against Everton and I'm going to play the same system against um, Villarreal. Hypothetically, mm. if that was a plan. And what if he looked at the Everton game and was like, wow, that was rubbish. I can't do that on Thursday. Like, so what if the intention was actually initially yeah, that but you wouldn't play that? Yeah, but then you'll find like a, or, you know, you'd go for a plan B. You wouldn't go for a plan which you've never, ever... Yeah, plan Z. Done. Plan Z that you've never <laughs> yeah. tried before in any game. I don't think, we're, we're, like, you have at least three of Arsenal yeah. Football Club we've ever played without the striker. The false nine. <laughs> yeah. we're, we've never played that false nine. We won't get ever played. I don't think Emery ever played it. Nah. Um, well, we've played with some bad number nine, so they've basically not really yeah. been there. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's it, just like... I, I agree. It's, you can't just, again, like, play instructions. You can't put in a new formation. The manager give instructions and expect the players to follow it if it's the first time they're doing it. It doesn't, doesn't work that way. It takes four or five games to get used to a different system. So if that is if that is their excuse, then I think that's a poor one where they're saying players didn't follow instructions because they probably didn't know how to follow those instructions. Yeah, I, that's kind of irritating me with Arteta a bit. Is he thinks our players are like very tactically fluid; they can switch systems game by game. I just don't think they're good enough or smart enough to do that. Um, and you know, even Pep. Pep can do it because he's got fifty million pound players in every position, and if he wants to, you know, sometimes he'll play Cancelo and sometimes he'll play Walker, and it's fine because they're two fifty million pound right backs, right? Or mm-hmm. and they can do that. With us, we're playing a back four of Jacker, Holding, Marie, and Chambers, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and you know this, and you know we've got inexperienced players all over the squad. We've got players who are not on form and then he just decides to play in a European semi-final system, which is so radically different to anything we've done. And I understand, Rod, I, I, I think there's probably an element of truth in what you said in that I reckon he probably was going to try and go with Nketiah, but then he saw this wasn't working. So he tried something different, but it just seemed too different to me. And I think he should have abandoned it a lot quicker because it wasn't working. We, I don't think we had... A, did we even have a single shot? Oh, mate, so the basically, the, target, no. not even that yet. From a open play, the Ober shot was the first shot on goal or on target. We're like, we're, we're, we've yeah. got a sense of calm because we've got away with it, but let's not take away from how bad the attacking performance was. Hmm. Um, like, it's VRL, their defense isn't great, their fullbacks aren't great, and you know, I think there was a bit of a plan to try and get at their fullbacks, but we executed it so badly. And yeah, you can blame the players for not executing the plan, but but how though? Like plan as well. Yeah, like you saw, like when Aubameyang came in, Partey played that ball into him right at the end. That was a yeah. brilliant ball, but he couldn't do that all game because there's no one running past the last yeah. defender. So you're yeah, you, you, Partey's not being able to yeah play at his best or do what he can do. Neither can most of the other players. It's just. Yeah, those two minutes that Aubameyang had, we showed what we could have done if we had, you know, even another 10 minutes on the pitch, he might have got another couple of chances and could have got a goal. So, this yeah, just like I said, uh, for me, as I said before, halftime was like the latest, I thought, you could have brought a striker, even Martinelli, to at least, you know, go at their defence, because their defence was comfortable, to be honest, first half. Mm. Like, I agree. 
Yeah, let's let's talk about the penalty then, and the, the, and, and Saka um, specifically. I mean, for me, uh, I mean, <clears throat> we've talked about Saka all season. How important he is for us. How important he's been. He's obviously. I don't know where we'd be without him. Basically, I don't think. Um, I don't. We, we, yeah, we, we'd be struggling massively. Um, but uh, not. But he, he obviously did really, really well for the penalty. He has a good, good run. I, I, I personally, I thought he kind of bought that penalty. Um, I think it's one that I might need to see a couple of times. If you guys are agreeing, so um, fair enough. Yeah, I, it was one of those ones like the kind of like the Harry Kane ones. Probably not as exaggerated, but Harry Kane tends to leave his foot. I was just about to say it was a Kane penalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, it's really smart. It's really smart. We need yeah. to be doing that more often, right? Like, I mean, Freddie uh, said it. In, you know, Freddie was like, "Yeah, I did it, like, that's it, the sort yeah. of thing that I would do." Oh, okay, <laughs> I did say I mean, it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it was it was smart from him, and yeah, thankfully it was given. Um, and Pepe slots it away. Uh, I think he was just hit it straight down the middle, didn't he? So um, you kind of back Pepe in those situations, don't you? He's he's pretty calm um, from the penalty spot. He's pretty good. Um, and I mean, look, this goal now changes. I know that I know there was the the Villarreal sending off as well, Capoue. But just before we get into that, or the rest of the game, um, this goal now kind of changes. Not kind of, it does. It completely changes the complexion of the tie, as I said, and gives us a fighting chance. I mean, I just thought it was interesting what you were more than a fighting chance, but I thought it was interesting what you just said, Aaron, and about, you know, you were saying, um, probably paraphrasing a bit here, but, you know, their their defence isn't very good, their fullback's not very good. But this is the thing that I I, I think I've I've realised and have accepted is that no, neither are we, you know, neither, our, neither is our defence, neither are our fullbacks. They're not particularly great. And we kind of like, we still have this, yeah. we are Arsenal, therefore we are like mm. top four. I'm not saying that's what you're saying, but I think we still have this mentality where we're going into these ties. Like even Raj, I think you said in the preview, you know, they're seventh in La Liga. So they're obviously not, they're not great. And you're probably right. They're not great, but we're probably worse. Not necessarily worse when you go head to head and when you go on paper. But if you look mm. at the performances this season, you look at how many games has this team turned up for versus how many have they not and how many games have they actually scored in and how many games have they actually performed in. Mm. We've been rubbish. And I think it was just another one of those games that where opposition were up for it more uh, and 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 yeah they might not have better quality players than us but that's not what it takes to to win a game of football right unfortunately as we keep seeing time and time again this season but how can yeah. i don't understand why the opposition would be more up for this game than we would be like mm-hmm. we're fighting for our season here so are they like you know this is our only chance yeah, of i think that's the football point football right that's and the point like, i'm making why, is that yeah, we, we've, i agree yeah why why is it that yeah we, that's the question like, and that certainly was what it felt like. I understand it. It felt Everton. like that in the first half, for yeah. sure. It felt like that in the first no. half. I looked at, I looked at them, and I said, "There's one team here who looks like they really, they really want, want to win this." Yeah. Like, I guess Everton. I yeah. Like I kind of get it. Like you know, this is you know, this is not what we're fighting for. Everton's only they're only in the league. They're fighting for it. Same against West Ham. But for us, this this is our like cup final, right? The I mean, next three games. I, are our I, final, I was talking about this. Yeah, I mean, I was talking about this a few weeks ago, right? Or probably even longer than that, when we were much earlier in the Europa League kind of knockout round and we were talking about what do we prioritise? What does Arteta prioritise? You know, if we if it comes down to we're not doing great in the league and we progress in the Europa League. And I was sort of the opinion, yeah, he's obviously going to prioritise, let's say, the Europa League as, as that's how it's transpired. But it's very difficult to prioritise one over the other when you need to build that consistency in terms of performances. You know, you're coming to the crunch end of the season, it's the run-in, you know, and even if you don't have the performances, the results need to be there, right? Even if you're not pl- playing all that well, you need to be, you, know, you need your striker to be on form or you need to have a couple of your star players firing. 
And we haven't had any of that. You know, we haven't had consistency in terms of team selection. We haven't had consistent results. Um, you know, we're not creating chances. We're not scoring goals. Like nothing. There's nothing kind of there in the last. If you look back at the last five, six, seven games, it's been very inconsistent. And this is the issue. I think. I think not. This is the issue, but this is one of the problems. You know, going from a league game, the last couple of league games, Fulham and, and Everton into this game. There's not. There's no like these players have come into this game almost like we've been shit. We've been rubbish for the last couple of games. Um, and then it's really hard to just turn it on. In my in my view, I think it's really, really hard to just turn it on for a big semi-final. Maybe that's, I'm not saying that's an excuse because it's not, but maybe that's a contributing factor. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, but I I agree with that, but I, I disagree with the fact that you, they went up for it. I think that that makes it seem like the players don't care or the players don't don't want to win or they aren't willing to do more for the team to help us win. I what I see is a team, especially going forward, that maybe like what you said, Myers, is that they are so inconsistent in terms of team selection, in terms of tactics. They do not have a clue how to build an attack and how we want to attack. Mm. Um, it changes every game. Sometimes we play over, we go, you know, we go, we play balls into over. Sometimes we have Lacazette that drops deep. Today we didn't even have a striker. Um, sometimes we play Pepe, sometimes we play Saka, sometimes we play Smith Rowe. This is a team that. You know, Arteta's been here a year and a bit now, and we still don't know, A, what the first choice front three or front four actually is, what he really wants us to do, what, like, how he wants us to play going forward. And I know I, like we have injuries and fine, but I think this is a team that, when you look at how we attack, is just confused. And, and then you look at how we defend, sometimes we press, sometimes we don't press. Um, tactically, I think we're all over the place, and you know, you have to blame the manager for that. Mm-hmm. I think I think you get a manager, you, you get a manager who has played the same front four or front five and attacks the same way, plays the same back four. Nero, you've talked about it before, like that consistency of the centre-backs. I think we have a much yeah, better but, but idea it, of how we want I, to play. I, I, I agree with you. And I, 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 that's also a massive factor, right? It's going to obviously play its part. And, I, and it doesn't help the players. I completely agree with you. But I just think for whatever 11 are going out there, like even Saka said in his post-match interview, like I think he said something like we were second to every duel uh, and he kind of, you know, talked about that. You know, you should have been oh, he, second. He was, he was, he was spread to very specific things as well. He, he said, we're better than them. Yeah. Oh, right. Like we are better than they are. Like mm. we need to, we need to play like we're better than they are. That's what, you know. So, but they yeah. didn't, right? They, they didn't, exactly. especially in the first half. Exactly. So, so it's kind of like, it's kind of, I don't think, you can't just blame the tactics, mate. Like, I don't think, I don't know. The key thing Aaron said there is the confusion. And I think even though they're playing, they tried to play. They're just they were confused. Like, yeah, but why would you be second to second in a in a fifty fifty or in a duel, where, whatever the tactics are? Like for as an example, like if you got Thomas Partey going up against their central midfielder and 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 he's losing every single duel. I'm not saying that he did, but you know hypothetically or whatever. And that's what we're that's half the problem. That's part of the problem. That shouldn't be happening. Whatever the tactics are, it shouldn't be happening. Whoever's starting, like I would expect, like Miguel Aziz to come in as a as a youth player and still put in a hundred percent on the pitch and you know try his best as it were you know that is the minimum requirement. I'm not saying they weren't running, they weren't trying, they weren't tracking all of that kind of stuff. But there's just you know the, you watch these games a lot now and it just feels like there's not I don't know is it passion is it 
fight. I don't know what you call it, but there's just something, something missing. Like it's, conf- it's a European semi-final, right? They shouldn't need that much motivation. It's like confusion, though, right? The fact that you're playing. I, I don't know, mate. Like you play, we all play football, right? We all play football, right? None of us are pro- none of us are particularly good. We all play football at seven aside, five aside. At the end of the day, you go on the pitch. You don't you don't go out with tactics, but you know, right? Like what the bare minimum that you need to do. I, I feel anyway. There's a bare minimum. You should be yeah, yeah, but seven aside different. Right. Level aside, like you normally again. Level aside, you get it to your striker, he scores. This time, no, it's not different, though, is it? There's no difference when you're on the pitch as a per, as a as a as a player on the pitch, right? There's no, there's absolutely no difference. I I don't think so. Yeah, okay, maybe the tactics are confusing. Maybe maybe the lack of consistency in the team selection, all of those things that we talked about. I agree, they have a part to play. But if you watch this team, can you honestly say to me that these players are? I don't want to say putting in 100 percent because it's not that. But there's clearly something not there. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's something that's not coming from Arteta. Maybe he isn't saying the right things to them to get them fired up for these games. I don't know. I don't know. But it shouldn't be the same performance. It shouldn't be the same performance you get against Everton, for example, in a league game that means absolutely nothing to what you get in a European semi-final where everything's on the line, basically. I think, Raj, you're going to, you're going to, were you going to say something? Well, what I was going to say is like, I think you can say confusion is the, is maybe the reason why we didn't do well from an attacking perspective in that first half. Like maybe that maybe you can put confusion down to that, but we didn't concede goals because we were tactically confused. Yeah, like the goals we conceded no, were not right. tactical confusion. It was second, it was first one maybe. I mean, no, I don't. One, I don't think the first one because if you think the first one, Pepe was way forward, right? So when you, when we on their counter, yeah, Pepe was where. But, you're, but Hero, you said that you said that the the guy who scored was left alone. Like it was the point you made earlier, right? Yeah, so I'm saying from when fourth started running from some of you. Rewind it back thirty but, seconds. Okay, so if it was yeah. party, I think someone I can't remember who. Some, I think someone might have said it was. I think someone said it was party. No, party was in that was in the box. That was like right. Oh, the second goal. I think yeah. What yeah, yeah, we're yeah, yeah. To, sorry, no. What we're referring to here is in the first goal at the beginning yeah. of the first goal. Yeah, when we were Pepe's pressing. Pepe's them. pressing. Yeah, yeah. Pepe was yeah. pressing. But I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm, okay, but, but we're saying we're arguing. Yeah, we, we did. We did. Sorry, we're debating about why that first goal yeah. wasn't necessarily was just purely wasn't necessarily down to to to. To tactics, tactical but, confusion. Yeah. No, yeah. Not confused. Sorry. Not. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed with that bit. But I'm, I think I'm more talking about why we only had you know one shot in the ninth. Agreed. Agreed. Agree with it. And like, I, for example, agreed. if we had a striker there, people like Partey would have been looking for that pass earlier on in the game and picking out those passes. Chambers's uh, Chambers's cross, Pepe's crosses might have found an attacking you know player. You know, yeah, that's fair. That's stuff. fair enough. And you could, I mean, you could also say if we're better in the middle of the park, if we're winning more duels, if we're competing and fighting more, then we have more of the ball, and therefore we're going to end up creating more chances. Like, I mean, you know, so it's a it's a knock on effect. I just I just feel like sometimes the, these guys, these players, excuse me, don't come out with like you just don't see it enough. You don't, and we kind of excuse the league games because it's like okay, it's, we're focusing the Europa League, so I don't really care what eleven. Not I don't care. It doesn't really matter what eleven Arteta picks. From a from a tactical perspective, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna, if those eleven players are not gonna come out and almost just show that they want to win the game more than the other team, like they didn't show that today. Like we said it, right? They did not show that Villarreal wanted it more. And there's a re- there has to be a there's a reason why that is. None of us really know why that is, but I just don't. I don't know. I just I find it kind of. It's just tough to watch, really, and it's it's frustrating because but we saw like it in the said, second so- half in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah we did. Exactly. But, you know, 2 nil down by that point, right? Yeah. yeah and a man agree, down. Agree. So, agree. Yeah, okay. Um, obviously, they got Kapue sent off as well. Um, I can't remember what his first yellow was for. Do you guys remember? I don't, can't remember. No. No, not that it really matters now. But obviously, he's out of the, the second leg, which is good. Um, and, and, I mean, 
we'll just quickly was there anything else in the game guys that i've missed aside well, yeah, from the that? other thing that really annoyed me actually was after they had after Kapoor got sent off and we went at 10 10 v 10 i thought yeah, we were awful yeah um i thought emery bought on you know, he bought moreno and he bought someone else on as well um and he brought on some fresh things. He brought on Cochrane at 2-0 up. It was quite funny. Yeah, yeah, half-time. Um, but classic Emery half-time stuff. Nice <laughs> <laughs> um, little throwback there. But um, no, I thought... I didn't miss those days. Absolutely awful. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, I did miss those days we actually make early subs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was weird, Aaron, um, wasn't it? Because it was, it was, we were actually good when we had 10 men and they had 11. But when it was 10 yeah. and 10... Like we went so. again. Hmm. I don't know why. I, like, we just couldn't get the ball. We... Kept leaving Jacker exposed, and I thought Jacker did really well not to give away a penalty or uh, um, let um, I can't remember his name now. That guy, Chukwesi, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, and again, you have to question the manager. You have to see. Well, Emery brought on two two front two two players to be like actually it's going to be ten v ten. I've got tired players on the pitch, and Arteta brought on a Bamiyang at ten v ten. I think. Or maybe just before. Yeah, sure. at 10 feet. Um, but we didn't really get the ball to him. And it was clear it wasn't working. And I just thought, again, um, really poor on his part. And I, I don't know, Matt. This is a bit harsh because it's like, you're not going to... He wouldn't have pre- pre- prepared his players specifically for a situation like that. And then no, bringing on Aubameyang in that situation when we'd already brought in Martinelli, you basically now put two strikers on the pitch when you've got 10 men. It's going to it's it's going to be harder to get them service because you're taking away midfielders, you're taking away creative players as a as a default, right? Aren't you? Yeah, but we let them have the ball pretty much. I'm sure the possession stats in that last ten minutes must have been seventy five percent Villarreal, and I think we're very very lucky not to concede. Leno Leno was really good, wasn't he? Um, and we should call that out, right? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. It's important because if we if we end up going through. Like it's important to to mm, recognize yeah. the fact that goalkeepers, defenders like Xhaka and that, like and that Aaron and what you just called out, doing a really good job at the end, and Leno doing that is really important, especially after the other day, right? Yeah, especially when people are saying bring on Ryan instead of him. So especially when people are saying buy Martinez back. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'll get it back. Yeah, <laughs> sell Saka buy Martinez. <laughs> um. And I think it'll be interesting for the second leg as well now, because obviously no Sabayas, more than likely Xhaka's going to have to come back into central midfield, you would expect, um, which means that left-back, thank God, goes <laughs> 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 to someone else. Hopefully it's not Saka. I'd, I'd like well, hopefully to just... it's Tierney, oh, hopefully. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, he might be back. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he might be back. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? We could have a couple of players back. Like uh, Louise was on the bench today. Um, uh, Aubameyang might start, so... Could be a quite a different team that we put out next week. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think uh, sorry. Oh, God, sorry. I think the way, especially after like the Slavia Prague game, when you know we you know we conceded conceded that late goal, and we ended up sort of might have been like a blessing because then we you know went the second leg and we'd had to go for it. So maybe going you know going into the second leg two one down, knowing we have to score, uh, might you know hopefully force Arteta to play a more you know expansive you know attacking game plan from the beginning. Do you think he will uh, do that? Oh, just... <laughs> I'm a bit worried. If he plays actually, another false nine, mate, I'm not even going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit worried though because I think he'll also look at it and go, 
you know, but then if I can see two goals in this game, then I need to score four. So I wonder whether he'll kind of think maybe I need to keep it really, really tight and keep it nil-nil for as long as possible and then try and win the game 1-0. Well, Do you know what I mean? Back the team. Wait, if he, if he goes for that tag team, if he goes for that, 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 that game plan be... day, we're going to We're not surviving. <laughs> we're we're not here to record a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way we're surviving 90 minutes of watching that. Yeah. No, <laughs> you're right. And on goals, what we get to, like, we have to go from the beginning, yeah, handbrakes off from the first minute, like we did Slavia Prague, and just absolutely go for it. Like, None of this. I mean, you, you like to think that Bamiang is going to start that game. So, you know, he's mm-hmm. hopefully he's back properly uh, by in a week's time. Um, like you said, Tierney as well, um, which would be a massive, massive, massive boost, wouldn't it? And maybe Lacquer's back. We don't know. Um, so yeah, like let's see, let's see. There could be um, some positive team news over the next week or so. I mean, that leads nicely onto the game we do have on the weekend: Newcastle in the league on Sunday. I mean, what rest everyone? <laughs> Wrap them all yeah. up in cotton wool. Yeah. We- yeah. Yeah, he won't though, will he? He won't. He, I mean, he obviously will rotate. You, and I know you can't, but you can. Like, you can. Do you not think? Like, the players that ever been yeah. a game I care about as it, left as exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's true though. Games I've this is the most about, pointless but, game of the season for us. Yeah, it's the most pointless yeah. game of the season. But it's a funny one that do you think he'll play some players to get them fit? Like, do, will he play? Yeah. Oba? So. If I was him, I would bring on like Oba for the last half hour, maybe, just to give him a bit of match practice, match sharpness. Um, and yeah, whoever else, it, everyone that started today, I'll just rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll play. Uh, he's, I'll, play Ced, I'll play Cedric left back just to see how he fares there. Yeah, I'll like test out stuff like that. Um, rest, yeah. Play I reckon he might give Tierney, but if he's close, give him again. Like, well, not a full a game, little right? bit, or give. No, but give him the first 30 minutes and just take him off after 30. We, mate, we, could, we can't make that many subs. We can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Arteta's not friendly. making a sub 30 minutes, yeah. I will Aaron, Aaron if he roll on, roll off. I would definitely play Martelli. <laughs> yeah, I'll play Martelli. I'll, I'll start Martelli up front, and if it works, then I'll play him on Thursday. Yeah, but, yeah. Not fit. I mean, like I said, if Aubameyang's back, then it's almost like a pointless pointless experiment, right? Do you think? Like, yeah. but he has to. But he has to rest Pepe. He has to rest. Pepe. He has to rest Saka, I think. I mean, Saka, Saka. Saka's just getting. I was saying it in our chat as well. Saka's just getting kicked all over the park, yeah, and, yeah. and and you expect that, right? Like kind of play that he is and everything, but just worry if he starts another game. Yeah, Odegaard he's, definitely you know, rest. That's what I'm saying. So basically, saying, saying let's just rest the whole like, I don't think we've got enough players. Yeah. Thomas Partey. I think we're gonna <laughs> oh, have to. Mate, he had his solitary uh, fucking shot over the goal. Oh my god! And then his solitary pass to the right, which goes off. And so we're gonna have to. We should insert the analogy here, <laughs> Roger's analogy about Thomas yeah. Partey. Oh god! Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. He was going to that freshest rave, wasn't he? With that shot, he saw. He saw the tours. He saw it. He saw the bouncer. He was like, "Yeah, <laughs> jeez, why can't he shoot properly?" Ah, uh, it's terrible. Forget shooting at the moment. His passing is awful as well. Like, yeah. Everything's awful. Can't tackle. Can't pass. At least once a game, he'll pass it, and he'll just like to nobody, and he'll go off for a throw in. At least he doesn't even seem that bothered as well. He doesn't even <laughs> apologize. He's just like, yeah. I mean, did, did you did you really care in your first year of uni? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. Did, I didn't turn up for lectures either. So like these guys aren't turning up for <laughs> fucking games. Um, <laughs> no, they, were, they, were, they were all confused. That's why confused that first year. 
fit. Um, yeah. All right. So we've got Newcastle on Sunday. It's not a, it's not a particularly important game in the grand scheme of things, but we've got to play it. Um, let's hope we don't get any injuries, which is the main thing, but we'll do predictions just for, just for bants, I guess. Um, Nero, what do you reckon? Newcastle are pretty shit as well, right? To be honest, but I still... Joe, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. Can Joe Willock play? Because I've I read that he can. Play. I think they changed the rules, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I okay. So, yeah, sorry, Nero. Yeah, I predict a uh, Joe Willock winner. <laughs> I'll go 1-0 I'll go Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we at home or away? I honestly don't know. Away, I think. Away, so, oh, we might have a chance, actually. I, I think we're away. So no one knows. This is a professional outfit, isn't it? We don't we don't lose away, so I'll go we're better away than home, so I'll say one one. One one, sorry, change my mind. One one. Okay. <laughs> uh I'm gonna go we're gonna lose two one. I think we will lose three one. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, just to be different, I'll go for a win. I'll say, I'll say two-one to Arsenal. Wait, who's who's going to score yeah. for us? Yeah, that's the question. William, William will play. He'll finally come good. Part, Thomas Partey is about it's, it's about time. Oh, he smashes one in top oh, If he can save it for next Thursday, that'll be nice. Yeah. Cool, boys. Um, so, guys, if you enjoy the episode, um, well, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoy the episode, um, please hit the thumbs up button and uh yeah share us with any other arsenal fans any other football fans that you think would enjoy listening to us as always we really really do appreciate the support all right boys thanks very much and we'll see everyone after the newcastle game take care cheers bye 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 bye